Phenomenal to say the least. And I know that just sounds like a cop out answer, but it, it has been, like, legitimately. The crowds have been incredible. And, and honestly, it's been like, so I, I don't know if you know about the whole story about my vocal injury from last year, but that was the, one of the scariest things I ever went through. They tore through a full injury, got the surgery, and it's my first tour back since that. So yeah. being able to come back and then see, like, all the Senate Off t shirts out there and people screaming our lyrics, even as just direct support, it's just, it's, it's really validating, and it's, yeah, I'm beyond words in a way. It's just so exciting, and the shows have been great. And then uh, I'm having a blast with the guys in Sirens as well. Like the other day, we were in Denver, and I uh, went to my favorite bar called The One Up, which is the Barcade, and Kellen and I ended up teaming up to play uh, a game of Blitz, which is this football game, and we ended up winning in the last second. <laughs> like It was like the last <laughs> play of the game, touchdown thrown to him. It was just yeah, we're, we're just having a uh, great time, really getting to know each other really well. Like, we've toured before, but, like, we're really getting close, and it's feeling really good. So, overall, great vibes. Yeah, it's great. Um, so, you guys have been almost nonstop touring on the road, <laughs> all over the world. So, yeah. how do you personally cope with being away from home for such a long period of time? I won't lie to you. That, that's a tough thing every now and then, you know, like, you know, I'm engaged now, and I'm thinking about my girl. Like, I'm, I'm in Vegas right now, and she's in Los Angeles, and... I know she's a 45-minute flight away, but I can't see her tonight because she's got to work and i got to be here for the show tomorrow. Like, that, that part's difficult. You know, I miss, I miss my dog, Mateo, like those things. But at the same time, you know, I, as the old cliche goes, distant makes the heart grow fonder. And we keep in touch every day, and, and that keeps me sane, and she's my rock. I talk to her all the time. And, and so I, I still get that little connection there, and I know she's doing what she loves right now, so she's working hard. And, when we do see each other, it's just going to be that much more special. So it really is about your mindset, you know. When, when you're on tour, you, it's, you, can, you can choose to be pessimistic or you can choose to be optimistic. It's not just a, these are the cards you're dealt, it seems. So, um, you know, like I, I know Kellen, like he, he's not even in, in Vegas right now. He chose to go to Nashville just to go see his family because he had an opportunity to do so, so we took it. So you, you get what you can and you take care of what you can, and, but you also understand that you're out here doing what you love. So that's why it's okay with me and okay with her because I'm really happy out here. Like I'm, right. I feel I feel like every time I'm back on tour, I feel like a new man. You know, like I'm I'm I'm, yeah. I'm confident again. I got I got my swagger back. I just feel good. But you know, when you're at home and you don't have those shows, it's hard to really gauge how you're doing at the time. So that's another yeah. that's another reason why we love touring so much. Yeah. So whenever you are home, what do you like to do? Like any hobbies? Nothing. I love to do nothing. Uh, I mean, on the real, like, I, my hobbies, like, my biggest hobby is I really love fantasy football. I, um, I commission a league with some of my friends in the area, and 
Um, it's just it's just a lot of fun. I, I enjoy sports. I enjoy video games. I enjoy a lot of stuff that just involves lounging around. But also, you know, when it comes down time to work, I love writing. That also feels like a hobby because it doesn't feel like a job. But I um I love I love all of that stuff. I'm not I'm not I don't really go out a ton when I'm home. To be honest with you, like I. It's, I'm not a club guy. You know, it's too loud. I'd rather talk and throw darts and drink a beer, you know? <laughs> I feel that one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so do you have a dream lineup that you would love for Set It Off to be a part of? Oh, God. To be honest with you, the only artist that popped in my head right away when you said that was Bruno Mars. I, If I could tour with Bruno Mars, I would lose my freaking mind. I, I think he is the the new Michael Jackson of our era because his, sure. his song, he's... He does everything. He's so talented all around, and I just think he's an inspiration. So he would be the, the ideal headliner that I'd love to support someday. And then My Chemical Romance, 100%. That would be the weirdest tour package ever. <laughs> but it would be so awesome because it would just be like a, it's a giant party. And you know what? I've been really loving Travis Scott lately. So yeah, let's make it even weirder. Let's throw Travis Scott into the mix, and then we'll, we'll be a part of that as well. <laughs> So, into the music. It's been roughly one year since Midnight. Explain how the album has impacted you and the rest of the band since its release. Life-changing. Absolutely life-changing. I, I mean that because when we released Upside Down previously to that, like, obviously we really believed in love and, and loved that record so much, but obviously we, we could tell the response was not the same as Duality, its predecessor. So we knew we had to put up a shut-up when it came to this to, to midnight and spent all of our time and effort and heart and soul and energy and everything into this record and you never know like how people are gonna, you have to always do it for you that's the toughest right. thing I think about being a musician or, or releasing music is when you started doing it people ended up latching on because you were just writing what you wanted to write so it's easy to get caught up in what you think people want or what they need to hear but that's not what you started so you always do it for what you feel like you need to get off your chest and all that stuff and then having it cultivate and come together and then have the response that it's had. Uh, we just found out recently, it might even be right now, uh, I, should, I should probably find out while I'm on the phone with you, but uh, Killer in the Mirror is almost at 10 million streams on Spotify, which, we, uh, which blows my mind. Like, I'm just yeah. so happy to even have it be up there because before, like, our top five on Spotify was only older songs. We had that 9.7 million right now. But mm -hmm. to see that this new album has... has, has the same amount of love as some of our previous, uh, like, establishing albums is just a, it's a blessing. So we're, um, it's cool to see how many people know the words, all the songs, and even the deep cuts. Like, my favorite song to play live off that one is No Disrespect, and yeah. we're bringing that one on tour. It's not, it wasn't even a single, but people, like, know it, and they get into it, and that's what makes it so fun. So um, it was, it was life changing. It was great. <laughs> yeah. And then after a year of Midnight, we're given After Midnight, which is totally sick, Absolutely amazing. So <laughs> Thank you. you. So how did these two tracks compare to everything on the album? Well, so the fun, the fun thing about this is these were tracks that we had when we decided the lineup of the album for Midnight. Mm -hmm. But we couldn't release an 18-track album for contractual yeah. reasons or just things we just couldn't control. So we were like, well, what if we held on to these? And in some down period, maybe when we're working on the next record, we could release... Uh, some more. So I kind of just gave it away. There's part one and part two. Part three will be coming to you shortly. Um, there's three, three in total. And they're, they're just songs that we 
we every every album there's there's songs that don't make the cut but then sometimes you can live with that you know you're like all right this wasn't good enough for that so that's fine but these were like no they're still good we need to get these out so we um we just did, we, we came up with the idea for after midnight uh with a meeting when we when we met up with fearless at their office and um now we're just releasing some more songs because everyone deserves more content why not <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so set it off has created the sound and appearance that is so unique and so bold. So tell me what the journey has been like from day one to now in 2020 to create this style that keeps everyone on their toes with everything that gets put out. Uh, first of all, that's super nice of you to say. And uh, second of all, it's been, it's been, I was thinking about it today, actually. It's just been a crazy journey as far as the, uh, sound development. You know, I was talking to someone the other day at one of our VIPs. They were asking for advice to songwriting, and my number one advice was write a ton because it's always it, there's quality and quantity, and you're going to get better the more you do it. And I look back at some of the songs like from the very beginning, and I'm like, what the hell was I thinking? I didn't know anything. <laughs> like, and then I, I look to, to today, and I'm very proud of like what we put out. Even like down to like duality, I, I don't feel like I have that feeling anymore, and I'm proud to say that. Like it's 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 been such a learning experience kind of just it's like getting to know who you are as a person you're like honing a skill you're 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 trying to develop it and find what your voice is what are the things that you like what songs uh, encapsulate who you are and i can see that the songs as as the sound has changed so has myself like my my personality seems to reflect the the sound style and attitude like going back to cinematics it's a totally different band at that point if you really think about it like I was a very, you know, pent up, angry, anxious kid at that time. And that's what showed in that, in that music. Duality, I was going through a lot of heartbreak and I was at a crossroads. And, and that showed through that. And, and I feel like the, these, and now we're already writing. I already wrote 14 songs before the wow. end of the year to, to get ready for the next uh, cycle. My goal is to get 40. I always, that's my, always my target. I try to get 40 and then try to narrow it down to 12 to 15 because, again, quality and quantity. I, I, I want to get the best record out there because this is a competitive industry. You know, everyone, like, there's so many bands out there. There's so many musicians out there, and, and you have to stand out, and you have to right. do whatever you can in your power to protect your, 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 your future. So that's, it's, but luckily, that's what I love, so I, I don't mind it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... With After Midnight in the case of new music, I'm sure many fans are asking, what is this leading up to and what's next? As you said, more like writing the next album, everything like that. So this, this isn't so much, so After Midnight's more of just like dessert for, <laughs> for Midnight itself. It's not so much like a transitional, to, in my opinion, currently. It's not so much like a leading into something right now. It's more so of a, hey, this is for you. Uh, we, we, we have these songs. We don't want to hold them from you, so we're going to give them to you any way we can. And um, I, I'm excited, though, because we're already working, like I said, on the next record. So it does. it is perfect uh, as far as timing goes because by the time these, these songs eventually run their course, we'll already have new stuff ready to go. So, uh, again, very, very typical of us to not stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so there's a lot of smaller bands, up-and-coming bands, that they've looked up to you guys and they're like, yes, I want to do that. I want to be just like them. Like, I, they're living my dream. So for their mindset, <laughs> if you had any advice to your younger self when first starting the band, what would it be? Persistence and optimism. Those are the two driving forces in my life in this band because they, it, 
it's it's very rare that you see any artist have just a perfect road to to victory. You know, it's just like life. It's going to be filled with a lot of ups and really high moments where you're or you're really feeling great about yourself and what you're doing, and then you're going to have times where you feel like everything is pointing at you to stop, and you have to look through those things just like any sort of struggle you would look at in life. And it's not a sign to stop. It's a sign to learn. If you treat every struggle that you come across in this industry as a lesson, you will become stronger day by day. Your artist, your art will become stronger day by day. As a person, you'll become stronger. So that persistence is the biggest thing, I think. And the optimistic mindset is huge as well because there's, it's so easy to be cynical. The older you get, anything can be turned into a negative. You can look at It's just like the, half, the, the glass half full, half empty thing. That is a great metaphor for life in general. It all depends on how you want to look at it. So if, if they're going through this and they're having a tough time, see if there's a positive side in it and hold on to that. Use positive distractions to get away from the negative things that will burden you. But it is, like anything, a tough, arduous journey, but it is worth it. So keep fighting, right. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So, and to close, uh, if you could change anything, even just one thing in the music scene, what would it be? The fear. I know that sounds weird, but like I feel like there's just overarching fear of like collaborating or treating things like how the major industry does. Like I, I'm seeing a lot of artists now start to break free from that, where they're just dropping singles, just singles, singles, mm-hmm. singles, and it's because that's that the typical formula is like that. I feel like the scene has always just been under this umbrella of what are we supposed to do? We'll do that, and I don't like that. It shouldn't be that way. Like for instance. When we first started doing records, we would uh, we wouldn't write until we got to the studio, and then we and then there was always like a drum day, and then like guitar day, and then vocal day was last. And it's not like that for us anymore. Now we we do it how we found out the the, the quote unquote big guys do it, where they just go and they write they write a full song there, they write a full song there, and then then you come to the studio and then you make it uh, solidified, and. I think that's one thing that the scene could improve on by just not being afraid to step outside of what they feel is the norm. Um, another thing is just, I hate, so I feel like the major industry, if I'm being completely honest with you, has this um, negative outlook on bands that are in the scene. Like, if, if you notice, like, there's a lot, like, if you listen to Top 40 music, a lot of the times, you don't hear a lot of, like, real, not always, not a lot of real emotion. Like, the, the really dark songs don't make it, yeah. it feels like. And, and I feel like it's because people want to be fed things that distract them from those times. But at the same time, now, if you notice, there's more songs coming out now that are a little bit more emotional, that are a little bit more than what we talk about. So I would not be surprised if within this year or the next few years, you start hearing our style become something that you would hear in Top 40 again. I think people yeah, need it. They great. need the raw emotion and the real stuff. So. It's, it's, there's this weird divide that I think is slowly thinning and, and evaporating, and I'm glad to see it happening. Yeah. All right, well, I'm, I'm really excited to see everything you guys have in, coming up. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me on the phone, and I love the questions. It's nice to be able to, I haven't had, I, you know, it's just nice to be able to open up. It's nice. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, have a good night. Thanks so much, you too. Take it easy, okay? Thank you.